Hello everyone, this is Coach Jen, the director of the Kids in the Game Greenpoint Summer Camp, and you are listening to Countdown to Camp with Kids in the Game. Today, we have an awesome episode. As always, we are starting off with our jokes with Coach Jason, and then going into an amazing interview with Cosm, who's the director of our Eastside Summer Camp, and he's going to be talking to us about the COVID guidelines that we're going to be following this summer. Thank you guys so much for joining us, and I hope that you stick around. Hi there, and welcome to Jokes with Coach Jason. What do you call a cow who always takes your stuff? A moocher. <laughs> what MTV show do bass fishermen watch? The real world. Who would have thought? The real world. What do you call a wild dog that you can't find? A werewolf. That's right. <laughs> Which four months are cold? September, October, November, and December. It's burr out here. <laughs> well, I hope you like my jokes. See you next time. I'm so excited because I have today's special guest with me here and I am sitting here with Brandon and I'm gonna let Brandon introduce himself and his role at camp and then we are going to get into the DEI initiatives that Kids in the Game is taking on. So Brandon, take it away. Hi everybody, my name is Brandon Evans. I am the camp director for the Riverdale camp. Um, I'm also a part of the DEI committee, um, which oversees a lot of the diversity equity initiatives for the company and for camp at large. Oh, awesome. So how many years have you been with Kids in the Game? I, I This is, I'm three years at Kids in the Game, and this will be my fourth summer, technically. What? So this is your fourth it summer? It is my fourth summer. Wow. Time has flown by. Yeah. Um, I started out at the Upper West Side as a DL, um, and then went to Riverdale as an assistant director for two years, and then went through the whole interview process to become the director of Riverdale this year. Wow. So, congratulations and welcome. Uh, congratulations on the new title. Yep. Very well deserved. Thank you. Um, awesome. So just to jump into it, I know you just mentioned what DEI stands for. Sure. Um, but so we have diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives. Mm -hmm. And can you tell us about some of them that Kids in the Game has been implementing, especially this last year? Sure. Absolutely. Uh, in the wake of a lot of um, injustices around the world, uh, Kids in the Game, of course, wants to make sure that we are part of forward thinking about diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives and so things like the coaches forums which is uh, basically um, an hour session we have with our coaches just talking through a myriad of topics where we're going through how they're feeling that day stress awareness mental health awareness um, possibly talking about sexual assault and um, harassment giving the coaches an opportunity to speak about what's going on in their day-to-day -day lives. That's just one of the parts of the many um, initiatives we have. Um, also, we have the DEI Lunch and Learns, which mm. are this time during the day where we'll have our staff come together, particularly our leadership staff, and we'll all come together and go over a topic while we're having lunch. Um, we've talked about a myriad of things, talked about uh, cultural competency, um, intersectionality, um, just ways we can learn more about our world and be better, more informed um, as we go as a company. 
That's really amazing. Especially, I know that there was just, there was so much going on last year. So it's awesome to see people actually walking the walk instead of just talking the absolutely, talk. Absolutely, absolutely. Awesome. So have you seen, have you noticed a difference with the staff ever since you've started doing these? Because I know you're in the programs a lot. Sure, yeah, I think so. I, I think that particularly you start off with the leadership staff. It's a, a bigger commitment to um, be a part of the work we want to do. Uh, we talk a lot about being the best part of the kids' day, and the only way we can do that is if we are being our best selves and we learn more and we educate ourselves. Sometimes that involves you know, unlearning some practices and some behaviors that we all grew up with and trying to be better in those processes. But also it talks about how we treat our staff. I think the staff is much more open to voicing their opinions and, and how they are feeling, mm-hmm. um, feeling more empowered about their daily work of knowing that the company that they work for isn't just you know putting up slogans and hashtags as you know being reactionary but mm-hmm. really being forward thinking about the work we want to do putting in practices so that we're more inclusive we're more diverse um, from a staff standpoint um, I, I see it every day the staff feeling like they uh, are proud of the work that we're doing and wow. I really think that's important that is awesome um, going into the summer do you plan on because I know that a lot of this has happened during the school year mm-hmm. are these uh, initiatives going forth into summer 2021 as well yeah so i think we're practicing out more of doing the coaches forums on site where we're just having these open forums for the coaches to be able to talk i think this will definitely help during the summertime because as most camp directors have seen or people who work in camp there does come that point of just burnout where coaches are just <laughs> <Yeah>. tired they <laughs> you know it's hot outside the kids are a lot it's it's kind of that same type of um activities over and over and they get tired in that aspect and so i think giving them a platform um to be able to speak those truths to talk about what is frustrated for them and then be able to craft special ways to help them through that and um, if they're stressing out about you know being at camp in their regular life how can we give them a platform to speak about those things and give them healthy avenues to let that and release that so that they can be better in their job as a, a counselor a dl sports specialist whatever it may be at camp yes that's awesome especially because you're right burnout just week four of camp it's a lot it's a lot <laughs> it's you're just over. you know you go to the pool and you're just like i just want to just sink in and not come out and so it's just like you know <laughs> you want to make sure that you're giving them healthy outlets to you know voice those opinions and get that stress out in a healthy way it's awesome yeah um so i don't know if you know the numbers about this because you're not technically on the people and culture team yes but how how diverse is the kids in the game summer camp staff Sure. I think we're very diverse and particularly because we find staff from those boroughs. I think that's something that we tout ourselves about finding people who are from the areas where the kids will be. Mm. Um, We try to find people from a very range of diverse uh, standpoints. Uh, Us being a sports usually oriented organization, we find people who are really into sports, people who are into more creative play, other arts, art specialists, dance specialists, game specialists. We try to make sure that our staff are, you know, in a wide range of backgrounds and try to take there what they are great at and implement it into our programming. You're not just saying we have athletes who, you know, on the summertime break, we mm-hmm. find people who just really love kids and come from all different types of areas, from all the boroughs of New York City. Awesome. And how do you think that that creating that diversity really benefits the camps? I think it's amazing because then the kids get to see people who look like them. Um, mm-hmm. We're not just finding that we're hiring staff that may be the most qualified as far as like having an educational background. We're finding staff who are the most qualified because of certain you know criteria, but also they look like the kids that are going to be in those boroughs. We, they look like the kids they're going to be helping. And I think that representation matters to mm-hmm. have people who are mentors for those kids, to see them during the summertime, to be with them 
in uh, from beginning to end. Yes, <laughs> all day. You're with the kids all the whole entire summer for eight weeks, and so it's really important for the kids to have role models that they can see, they can grow up to be like, and to have people that look like them, that um, are diverse in their background, that speak some of their similar language, mm-hmm. is really important as the kids are developing. And I think the families enjoy it too. They get to see people who uh, come from the similar backgrounds they do, and are really invested in the communities that they are a part of. So it's yeah, great. it's definitely a cool feeling when you're like walking through the neighborhood that you're working at camp at and you see kids that you know because you also live there (laughs) absolutely i see kids all the time like i'll be walking by like a local restaurant and during the fall i've seen kids that are just out with their families i get to say hello and talk to them because i'm ingratiating myself into the neighborhood and i'm a part of that community from year in not just on the summertime but throughout the year i'm an integral part of making sure this community has places for kids to grow and to, to thrive awesome so what are you most excited about for summer 2021 I think the most important thing and what I'm most excited about is really creating that sense of community again. Uh, as we saw during our break camps, at least uh, most of the kids we're working with have not been around other kids for the entire year. Um, and being able to give the kids a sense of community, to be able to play with other kids, to create, to learn, to make mistakes, mm. but also to be around people and feel comfortable. For the longest time this entire year, a lot of times it's an anxiety to be around another person. Um, and we are going to create a space where they can be around kids, be around our staff, and feel comfortable and, and want to continue to come day in and day out. And of course, we have our safety practices to make sure that place is safe. This place is safe by wearing our mask, by continuing having those cleaning checklists to wipe things down to do our health screenings in the morning. But all these processes are enabled or or implemented so that we can make sure the kids have an amazing community where they feel safe and they can get back to being a kid again. They don't feel like I'm uncomfortable because I'm around another person. I don't have to be standoffish. It's like, no, you can play games that are socially distanced, that are um, thoughtful in the ways that we can... uh, ingratiate kids into that process without them feeling uncomfortable because they're just now getting back into school. Schools are going back from being completely virtual to now maybe hybrid, going back to fully in person. And so this is a way for us to create that community so kids can just go back to having fun and enjoying themselves. Yeah, kids can just be kids again. Exactly, exactly. And <laughs> awesome. it's, it's a big undertaking, but I think we because we did camp last year, which was a huge undertaking to do it, you know, coming off of, we, there was a lot of unknowns with the pandemic, but we took that challenge on. And I think that puts us in a better place to, again, create a great atmosphere and a great camp experience for our kids well great and i know that you are going to be one of the the largest camps that we have so i know your impact is going to be all across all across the camps this year with all the ideas and things that you um that you bring to the team so thank you so much for uh interviewing today no thank you yeah i hope you have a great summer oh thank you so much i hope you as well take care all right see you Kids in the game loves Inwood. Maybe it's the family-oriented vibe and the busy restaurants. Maybe it's the beautiful parks. Or maybe it's because it's the location of our very first Kids in the Game summer camp. Inwood will always have a very special place in the Kids in the Game heart. Having a perfect day in Inwood means you need to look at the park. Sorry. Having a perfect day in Inwood means that you need to look the park. The best way to do that is to stop by Ray's Barbershop. Ray's is a neighborhood institution and a surefire way to know that you look your best to take on a full day in Inwood. After your cut, you're ready for lunch, and there's no better place to go than Taqueria Emilio. Serving authentic Mexican food, Taqueria Emilio is a favorite go-to place for our Kids in the Game staff. 
make sure to tell Manny that we say hi. Once you're done with lunch, you have to go check out Inwood Hill Park. You might even see some of our campers. Inwood Hill Park has everything you could ever need. Basketball, tennis, fitness equipment, playgrounds, it pretty much has it all. To end your perfect day in Inwood, you have to stop at Dykter Pharmacy and Soda Shop. I'm going to re-record that. To end your perfect day in Inwood, you have to stop at Dykter Pharmacy and Soda Shop. This neighborhood gem will transport you back in time to enjoy classic ice cream and treats and make you feel like you're straight out of the 1950s. Do you live in Inwood? Make sure to check out our Kids in the Game Inwood Camp located at Good Shepherd School. When spending time in Riverdale, it's easy to see that it's a tight-knit community that's very forward-thinking and environmentally conscious. Riverdale is a little slice of suburbia in the city and the home of the largest Kids in the Game summer camp. To have a perfect day in Riverdale, we suggest doing a food tour of all the best spots. First, make sure to start at Early Bird Coffee Shop. This brand new cafe is woman-owned and a great way to start your day. Next, we suggest heading over to Carlos and Gabby's for some American Tex-Mex. Carlos and Gabby started in 2006 and serves a delicious and extensive menu of Mexican favorites fused with a handful of American classics. Also, did we mention that it's kosher? Now that we hope you didn't fill up on too many tacos, when you're in Riverdale, you have to make sure to check out Dino's Pizza. Serving incredible pizza by the slice, there's a great possibility that you will also run into one of the Kids in the Game staff members on their lunch break or even after camp. If you live in Riverdale, make sure to sign up for Kids in the Game Summer Camp located at St. Margaret's School and the Riverdale Neighborhood House. We even have a pool. up this episode of Countdown to Camp. I would love to thank my special guests for joining us today, as well as Pranav and Jason, as always. And we will see you very soon, only 12 days until camp. Get excited, get stoked, 12 days, and we will see you next week.